Welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm Sal Interdonado. The podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is your go-to trusted partner for organizational excellence. Higher Echelon was founded by Joe Ross, former Army fullback and former Army football coach. And Joe is now leading um, Higher Echelon, which is a world-class consulting firm that trains employees in sports psychology secrets. Uh, Speaking of fullbacks, we're going to welcome in Former Army fullback Colin Mooney to the pod, to Black Knight Nation podcast. Colin, thanks for taking a couple uh, the time to, to join us today. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. It's really great to be here. It's good to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. It's it's great to see you again. Yeah, it's been, it, it has been a while. I, maybe I might have saw you at one of those Army alumni golf functions. Who, who knows? That was going back in the day, but great to catch yeah. up with you. And, uh, you know, just uh, we, we tried to get former Army football players on this podcast to talk about their time at West Point. Uh, as a cadet football, and you have a special story, no doubt, with being able to be one of the few to make it to the NFL. And kind of uh, now, you look at you know, there's four NFL players now that that are that came from Army. So uh, we'll get into that. Um, first off, um, you know, you were. I mean, we see the I see hashtags on social media with make fullbacks great again. Well, you were you were what started the new fullback. Uh, what what fullbacks are today at Army when. You uh, in 2008, your senior year, Army moves to like a triple option style offense, right? Under Stan Brock, and uh, do you remember the conversation? What that was all about, and uh, how how that came about? And you had to be excited because I mean, you, you I mean, you had you had a what a season you had your senior year. So yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was really great to have that opportunity. Uh, was amazing, and and Army's really had a tradition of you know. A strong fullback. I think that's kind of been, you know, our thing. And I think fullback U was kind of uh, a thing going around for a little while. But um, you know, and it was it started. I mean, it goes way back. It goes, it goes back to guys like you know Joe Ross and, and Mike Beatty and, and guys way before me. Um, you know, really laid that groundwork and and really it it, it set a tone for me um, as far as wanting to follow that example of you know being a leader on the field and being one of the hardest workers in the room and you know showing up and being ready to play um, and being that guy that, you know, that, that works hard and, and puts it all out there. Um, so, you know, the guys before me had really set the tone. I just, I just showed up and, you know, ran straight. I mean, it was when we were, when we, when we implemented the option in 2008, um, you know, we had been a pro style offense well before that for, you know, for many years before that. Um, so it was a bit of transition and, and, I, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. And really they just said, you know, run straight and, you know, see what happens. And that's what I did. And it, it, it just kind of fell into place. And, you know, having the guys that we did up front uh, made it all work. I mean, and having, a, having a line that we did, um, I mean, those were the guys in the trenches really making it happen. I mean, I literally all I had to do was take the ball and, you know, just put my head down and hope for the best. So, um, <laughs> So, I mean, really just get low, run hard. Um, you know, if you got the ball, great, and keep on running. If you didn't, you are probably going to get tackled uh, by somebody. Right. And that was my job. I mean, it was really either either get the ball and run it or don't get the ball and get tackled um, so that, you know, a, some, some defender is taken out of the play. Um, so that was really my job. Um, and, you know, you know, we had guys – Guys up front, like uh, you know, Ali Villanueva, they were Jeez. they were blocking for me. Yeah, so you know, if, if we were running, you know, belly to the left side, I just hide behind him and you know, <laughs> hopefully pop out on the other side. So 
So it, it, it was really the guys in front that that made it happen, and then you know just the support around me. I mean, I, it, you know, the the record and and doing all that stuff. I mean, it 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 was a testament to the entire team that year. I mean, we didn't have the best record, but um, you know, we we're we're running the ball pretty well. Um, you know, the, at least after I think after game three is when we it, it yeah. started to click a little bit. Uh, I think it was after A and M that we really started to get it going, and then um, you know Tulane was probably the most fun game we ever played in. I mean, it was like, I mean, we were playing at the original uh, Tulane Stadium, which was basically like a high school practice field. Uh, I mean, not to be disparaging about their fielder, yeah. but it, it was. I mean, it was it was pretty rough, um, and I, I think that. I'm, I believe they built a new one, so that they have yeah. a really nice facility now. Um, but in 2008, it was it was a pretty rough field. So, it, but it was it was so much fun um, in that game because everything was clicking. Um, you know, everybody on the team was was clicking in that game. So it was it was a good time. I can't imagine like the, your reaction when you're told, "Hey, you know, we're going to go to this triple option offense, and you're going to be kind of the focal point of the of the offense." That must have been something that was. I mean, especially when you're entering your senior year. And, yeah, you had a role on the team your junior year, no doubt. You backed up Feedy your junior year, right? I did, yeah. yeah. So, it wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't until my senior year that I actually got an opportunity to start. Um, and it wasn't – I mean, up until that point, I had maybe two carries, um, maybe three at that point. So I hadn't done the ball at all. I was a blocking fullback. And so when they said, hey, you're going to run it, all right, let's go. And then ended up having, you know – well over a hundred carries that season. I mean, it was kind of insane to think it went from having maybe two to having 140 or something like that. So it was, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't make the connection. I forgot that was Ali's one year that he played the offensive line in college. Right. <laughs> what, I mean, you talked a little bit about what it was like, I mean, running behind him, but I mean, that was something he's somebody that you just, still to this day have not seen at West Point as an offensive lineman, right? I mean, just his skills and his athletic ability. Yeah, he's – yeah. He, I mean, Ali's a different type of human being <laughs> in, in many ways. Um, and, you know, you don't see many guys that are, you know, 6'9", you know, 350 pounds coming through West Point. I mean, it's just – it's fairly unusual. Um, so to do, to be able to do what he did is, is pretty remarkable. And, and – what he's doing now is remarkable. Um, so, you know, it, he's, he's a great player. He's a great athlete. Um, he's a great person in general. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's been fun to watch him and his progression, not, not only through his army career, but in his, in his football career and just, and knowing the way that I know him, uh, it, it's, it's just been fun to watch. I, I, I feel like I've, you know, watch him grow up, <laughs> from you know when he was when he was a junior we actually we were actually travel roommates um oh, wow. junior year yeah so you know on the road we were staying in the hotel together uh for every game so when he was a junior and i was a senior um so yeah just be able to watch him grow and progress the way that he has you know as as a person and as a player has been has been really great to see and and i'm fortunate that you know he was playing tackle when i was running the ball i mean he <laughs> he was he was you know, pancaking people back then. So it, it was, it made it much easier for me. Yeah. I remember when he first came to West Point his freshman year and I'm like, who's he, I, he might've been playing a little scout who knows when you're a freshman, I'm seeing like a, this defensive lineman just knock down passes left and right. And at that point you guys were throwing the ball more. And it was just like, 
this guy is going to have some kind of impact on this program, no doubt. And, uh, man, I mean, just the fact that you two have that story together, that you were roommates, teammates, he blocked for you. And then you mm-hmm. had – did you kind of share also – was it around the same time you guys – the NFL story was kind of evolving for both of you guys around the same time too or now? Uh, yeah, so he actually um, – I remember I was – Gosh, I was, it was probably around 2011, 2012, uh, right before I had signed with the Titans. Um, He had called me and he was asking advice about the NFL situation because he, I think he had just maybe just done a tryout with Cincinnati. um, And then he was with the Eagles for a little bit after that. But he was, he was trying to, he, he, he had done pro days or not pro days, um, mini camps. Yeah like I had done. He, he was trying to understand the process and what it looked like with the army and everything else. So he was, he, he was trying to get some advice. So I remember talking to him on the phone when I was stationed at Fort Sill before I had gone off the play. And, um, you know, he was, he was trying to figure it out as well. So it was, it was kind of those, one of those things where we were just like leaning on each other to try to figure this whole thing out. Cause uh, you know, it's, it's at that time, it was kind of, you know, uncharted territory um, as far as, uh, you know, the policy, the army policy goes and, and how that all worked out because it was, it, there wasn't a standardized policy um, across the board. And it was, it was, um, I don't know, it, it wasn't well-defined at that time uh, like it is now. Um, so I'm glad that they got it figured out. And, you know, so we were just trying to navigate that together and, you know, it's, it's, it's worked out. No doubt. Uh Got to ask you how you got to Army. Like, what was your recruiting like? You know, I always kind of ask this with, with the guys that come on. Like, how how you end up at Army? You're coming from Katy, Texas. Um, so I had actually like Army football really didn't want me. <laughs> uh, so I was not highly recruited. Um, I played linebacker in high school. Uh, you know, I I wasn't I didn't have the size for to be a D one linebacker. Um. So I I had actually I had already applied to West Point. I had already had my congressional nomination. Like I was, you know, I was I was ready to go. So uh it was really it was convincing army football to re, to recruit wow. me and not the other way around. So usually it's you know, they're they're trying to convince people to come to West Point. I was like, no, like I had to convince them to let me play football. So wow. um so yeah, it, it I they gave me an opportunity, you know, I, I, I met with coach Ross and he said, you know, you can play fullback for us. Uh, you're not going to play linebacker, but you can play fullback for us. And so I said, yeah, let's, let's do it. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I came in, we had tons of, we had tons of guys on the team at that time and we had tons of fullbacks in, in the, in the running back room. Uh, and, you know, I was probably at the bottom of the depth chart uh, coming into it. And, you know, I just had to work extremely hard, just, you know, work my tail off um you know to get the opportunity and then you know stick around long enough to get the opportunity to start you know so um so yeah it it, it really was uh convincing them to to give me an opportunity and give me a chance and uh and not the other way around i guess that the way that it usually goes <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy right you to to be coached by bobby ross who had that nfl background too right and mm-hmm. to, him giving you a kind of, I guess they gave you a kind of a shot, right? So the speaker now gave you the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. He, he gave me a shot and I, I, you know, I couldn't be more grateful for that. Um, and I remember, you know, talking with Tucker wall and Dan Baranek, um, you know, and, and 
man, just super thankful that that they gave me an opportunity. Um, you know, I, I, undersized, probably too slow, probably a lot of things that I was <laughs> not qualified for the job. But you know, I, was, I knew I was going to make it happen. So nice. Uh, I think we might have our our, our surprise guest coming in right now. Um, All right, in a second. So I, I don't think, like I said, I don't. Uh, we were talking before the podcast. I don't think you've met him before. But you guys do share something in common, and once he joins us, we'll uh, we'll, we'll let you know. Hey, it's a uh, it's a uh, Casey Shorter. How how are you, Casey? Oh, Casey's muted right now. We gotta wait for Casey. To... Sorry. Hey, hey, Casey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Colin, are you? Do you know Casey? Hey, uh, I mean, kind of. Uh, I know you you went to Taylor, or you go to Taylor High School. Uh, I know your uncle. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm I'm so happy for you. You know, it's it's unbelievable opportunity that you have. And you know, I'm so glad that that Army took you. I know you've had a great high school career and and uh and I know you're gonna do great things at Army. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing you play. Yes, sir. You Thank know, you. When I was talking to Casey about his commitment, I think it was over the summer, he was telling me there was a field house in uh at Taylor High School, that has uh, your your name or po- poster all over the, the field house or something, right? Casey Casey <laughs> Casey goes to the same high school that Colin went to. So, okay. talk to us a little bit about that, Case. Uh, every day uh, we walk by past the field house, and uh, we see that picture, and uh, we just look up to you. Like we want to be like you. We praise you. <laughs> that's uh, well, that's pretty cool. I, I didn't I didn't realize that they had that. Um, I didn't realize I had something up there. So that, that's, that's cool to hear. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I could, you know, at least give you some motivation. You know? <laughs> yeah. Casey, your, your uncle coach, your uncle was on the coaching staff at Taylor. Is that how it works? Or how does your uncle know Colin? Uh, it was in middle school. He uh, coached Colin. Wow. In football. Colin, what were you, what were you playing in middle school? Was it a linebacker or what, what were you doing then? Um, I was doing a little bit of both. Uh, we could, we could actually go both ways in middle school. Uh, it wasn't until high school that, you know, Texas high school football, you're, you're picking a, you're picking a side. So, um, or they're picking, they're choosing for you. But um, yeah, in, in middle school, I was playing a little bit of fullback, uh, a lot, a lot of linebacker, uh, a little bit of fullback there, a little bit of running back. Um, so yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't until high school that I, it, I guess it was my sophomore year. Because uh, my freshman year, I went, we went both ways, and then uh, once I got on varsity, my sophomore year, uh, it was you're just going one way. So I was just playing defense uh, gotcha. after that. Gotcha, uh, Colin. Before you came to West Point, were there other um, uh, high school football players from Katie that had gone to West Point before? Did you follow anybody? Because now this year, you have Casey from Taylor, and you have four mm-hmm. guys from Katie High School that have committed to Army in this 2021 class. So there's actually five, I guess, KD, um, Texas football players that are a part of this 2021 class for Army. So it's quite quite a year for uh, KD football and uh, Army in the, in the, on the recruiting front this year. So, Yeah, that's great. I mean, KD has an amazing tradition of, of football. Uh, I mean, it, it's a big deal there. Um, you know, you think about Texas high school football, you know, Kate is, you know, stereotypical Texas high school football. I mean, it is, it is everything that, you know, you think of when you think of, you know, Texas high school football. Uh, I remember, I, I, I remember when I was coming out, Jared Yukowski, um yeah. 
was was older than me, and he came from Cinco Ranch High School, which is another Katy school. Um, and I, I remember, you know, looking up to him as as a guy from Katy that that went on to West Point and played. So he was he was an inspiration for me. I think you played tight end for Army, right? Jared? He did, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Casey is is Collins like when you is is Collins somebody definitely that you look up to, um, somebody that you know kind of thinking about following the same path from same high school and stuff is that i mean i know when we talked about it back in, over the summer it was something yeah. that you know that resonated so yeah well it's been a big dream of mine to like go to nfl too but uh i never thought i'd be going to west point until uh coach vd contacted me and that was amazing and i just want to follow in uh, colin's footsteps and hopefully uh, make it to nfl one day nice uh yeah so yeah Colin, you know Co Coach Vitti, you know, he was your teammate. So then he's recruiting, yeah. <laughs> he's recruiting now in Texas. It's it's kind of a, a crazy full circle almost to a point, right? A right, bit. yeah. Yeah, Vitti's great. He's awesome. Um, you know, we're still very much in touch. Uh, we're both on the board for a nonprofit called Legacies Alive. Uh, it's one that he started. Um, so, yeah, we, we still have a lot of contact. I mean, we've We've been together since West Point, so it's yeah, he's he's a great guy, great coach, and probably one of the toughest guys you've ever met, right? I mean, oh, no question. <laughs> I mean, he took a headbutt like it was nothing from without a helmet on from another guy with a helmet on. So, and uh, he, it reminds me, of, I, I I don't know if this came up when that happened, um, but it reminded me of Boston College. Um, he got hit pretty hard and he was definitely concussed, but he can't like, he came up like ready to fight people. Like he was still fighting. Like he was, he wanted to go in the game, like even though he was extremely concussed, but he, he's one of the toughest dudes I've ever met. And now Casey, he'll be your position coach at West point, right? You're going to play full back there. So he'll, he'll be your position coach at West point. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I, so you have you could say you have one no doubt one of the toughest uh, football coaches in the country coaching you because I mean like Colin said if you can take a headbutt from an offensive lineman and still stay on your feet during a football game and that that when you're on the sideline Colin you can even vouch it's pretty intense to begin with right and oh, I mean yeah. I mean yeah. when a, a lineman comes running at you with full <laughs> speed with a headbutt I don't know man. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna be feeling it for sure. It's <laughs> a different level, and uh, I think Barstool Sports gave them the pop the next week. You know, uh, got their uh, due to the week or whatever it is. So uh, yeah, Casey, he tell it. he took it like a champ. That was awesome, no doubt. Casey, tell <laughs> us a little about yourself as far as football, and you know, um, how what your what your uh, career was like at Katy, and uh, you know what 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 you're looking forward to at West Point. Um, well, um, growing up, I started playing football when I was in uh, fourth grade, and uh, Colin has kind of been my ideal guy. Like I looked up to him ever since like I saw that he got drafted from uh, from the NFL, and I knew he went to Taylor. And so like I kind of wanted to be like him, and so I started playing at a uh, Taylor football, and then um, uh, what was that? Well, like, like how did it all get started for you in high school? Like, how were you how were you uh, able to work your way up to, up to where you are today? Well, I was uh, I was gonna play a safety, and then um, they moved me to uh, offense because they because they noticed like I had some speed and some good size, and they put me at running back, and it was uh, tougher opponents to tackle me, and uh, that's when I knew like I belonged on offense. 
Yeah, you got it. Um, you guys don't share the same. Colin, your your head coach at Katie is, uh, Taylor is not the same as Casey's. Is that they've changed or or do you, is it the same guy? No, he. It, yeah, it's a different guy uh, from when I was there. Yeah, I, I mean, just twenty years ago, <laughs> right? I don't know. I mean, sometimes those guys, you never know, man. Uh, Texas football. Um, what was I going to say? What can you even describe? You guys, can you describe like Kyle? You did a little bit, but just what it's like to play. I mean, because you're playing not only playing at Texas, but you're playing at high level Texas football there too. I mean, it's uh, it, they say it's the best football in the country, so. Yeah, you could argue that. I mean, it, it was an unbelievable experience. I mean, you're talking about playing high school football and playing in front of – at some games you're you're talking about, you know, 15,000, 20,000 people at, at a high school game. Um, you know, it, it's it's an unbelievable experience. And, it and uh, you know, to be a part of that and to be, you know, part of a tradition of football that uh, is is so rich as, as, as a place like Katy, Texas. I mean, I went – when I was there, um, you know, Katie and and Katie High School, um, you know, is has always been a powerhouse team, and um, you know, they've done really well. They've won state championships in Texas, which which is a big deal, and you know, they've gone on to you know multiple state championships. So that, that's to be able to, you know, you know, play in a district like that is very competitive. You know, when you have when you have schools like Katie, they're going on to state championships and. Um, you know, you're and now there's, you know, probably what, seven or eight schools in, in Katy, um, you know, and it keeps growing and, and there's just better and better players and the competition is really high. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it makes for great football. I mean, it, it, it really does. Yeah. I think Katie, uh, this year's version of Katie won the state championship this year. So, uh, and like we said, four players off that, um, <laughs> Casey, um, just, when you what, what what do you think about when when you think Katie football Taylor football what what comes to your mind bro you know what comes to your mind? Um, well, Katie used to be like uh, we, that would be the team we'd want to beat, but um, I've grown close with the four players from Katie, so now it doesn't matter that we go to different schools. You were at their signing day, right? You were at their signing day last month. Yes, sir. That's that's bot that you guys are getting ready to go to West Point right there, man. You see like four, four guys on the signing table for, uh, and now a fifth uh, recently. Uh, Taylor uh, Salisbury yesterday announced a wide receiver announced yesterday that he's joined the Army Army football uh, 2021 class. Excellent, man. Hey, Casey, it, you're welcome to stay on. We're gonna keep on uh, talking to Colin. Colin, I don't know. Have you seen the recent videos that Jeff Munkin's been posting on Twitter with the weight 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 room? At yes, point? yeah. I saw the guys squatting. I had to, <laughs> I had to run out to the garage get some squats in because it was they were they were going big on those squats. Man, putting up some numbers too. I was like, wow, that's impressive. Because I remember when you played. I mean, that was a big part of your development, right? The weight room and getting stronger, and then when you got your chance your senior year being ready to go, right? I remember – I don't know if I got a chance to see the wall at West Point, but there used to be a wall about with the best lifts, right, and stuff. There, I think there still is probably. Yeah, there used to be. I, I, I don't know if there is. I haven't – man, I'm trying to think of the last time I was in the weight room, but, it, you know, probably last year or so – or before last year, before all the pandemic stuff, I think the last time I was in there. But, um, yeah, there used to be a big board with all the weightlifting records from each year and stuff, and it was it was always fun to – compete and try to beat the beat the guys on the board it was 
you know, as I was trying to, I was always just trying to keep up with VD because he was a beast. So <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to hang on with him. But you, you see, like quarterback squat in over five hundred pounds, right, or something like that. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, insane. yeah. Does that kind of is, is when you see those videos, Casey? I mean, does that kind of get you pumped up, ready to go, and ready to get to work, so to speak? Or yeah, it does. I mean, that was like, um, well, I, they showed like Noah Knapp. Uh, I think Noah Knapp. They showed he's a center for Army, right? And you know, six foot, two hundred eighty pounds, built, you know. And they showed like a six hundred pound squat, and I direct I uh, direct messaged the Army football uh, strength uh, coach Colin Colin last night, and I'm like, uh, did he do that yesterday? He's like, no, he did that two years ago. That two years ago, I think he might have been a freshman that year. Yeah, was wow. like, uh, we don't get the six hundred anymore. We kind of work like do a little bit more technique before that the six hundred range. It's, it's crazy. Um, yeah. We're gonna. Kyle, let's talk about your NFL, um, how NFL worked out for you. Now, you were you were serving in the Army when all, we talked about a little bit about all um, how this went down, how this went down, sort of. What was what do you think was the break for you, and what do you think was the the, the break for you to get to the NFL? Was there a moment where um, during that process when you were in the Army trying to transition to the NFL that there was a break for you? Um, yeah, I mean, it really didn't come until 2012. So at that time, the policy was that we had to do 24 months of active duty before we could apply for release uh, from active duty into the reserves to be able to go and play. So um, I had spent 24 months on active duty. Uh, and then in 2011, I got an opportunity. I was, at, I was stationed at Fort Sill in London, Oklahoma. And I actually got an opportunity to do the pro day at OU um, in, in Norman. And uh, it was actually, it, it was an unbelievable experience. I mean, there, there were tons of scouts and everything because that was the year that DeMarco Murray was coming out. So that everybody was there to see DeMarco. Um, and, you know, I, I just happened to catch a couple eyes because I went out there and, and ran a good 40. I had a good vertical and they were like, oh, who's this army kid, um, you know, trying to get a shot. So uh, I had actually, I'd, I'd, I'd worked really hard for that. And, and I, you know, I was, getting up super early uh, every single morning uh, before PT going and doing agility work and, and then going and, you know, doing army PT and then doing my army job all day. And then at night I'll go lift weights. And then, uh, you know, a couple, a couple nights a week, I was actually, I was going to a local kind of like a, he was coaching high school and junior high kids um, at the time. And I was, I was going and, and just catching balls from junior high and high school kids just to, you know, stay in it, run routes and, and do whatever I could to, you know, stay in the football shape. Um, so, yeah, I, I got that opportunity at the pro day and and it, it looked like things are going to go pretty well as far as, you know, maybe getting an opportunity to try out for a team, uh, maybe go to a mini camp or something. And uh, I, literally a week later, uh, the NFL lockout happened in uh 2011 and uh yeah it basically it shut down my chances of getting picked up because it, it really they didn't lift the lockout wasn't lifted until right before the season started and it was like this flurry of signing guys to get guys into camp and i really i just i mean i just got lost in i just got lost in all that and, and didn't get an opportunity and so uh i was i was at the point where i was i was I was starting to think this maybe wasn't going to work out. I mean, it, it had already been two years. 
Uh, and then it was, it was, Hey, you know, you got to give it another year before you get an opportunity. So, you know, it, it really took a lot of, uh, you know, contemplation and, 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 and praying about it and, you know, having faith that something was going to work out. And, and I gave it another year, uh, kept, you know, stuck my routine. I was, you know, getting up early, working hard, um, doing my army job, doing the best I could at my army job. Um, you know, cause I was, I was an executive officer for field artillery battalion, uh, field artillery battery. And, uh, you know, I, I still had a lot of responsibilities there. So I was trying to do the best I could in that and then keep up with football and, and do everything I could to stay in shape. And then finally, um, in the spring of 2012, I, I did the, uh, they used to have these NFL regional combines and you could, it was like, you could pay 200 bucks. Anybody could show up and try out. And it was, it, it was good and bad. It was, um, you know, it was almost like a, it was almost like an NFL experience for some guys. Like they were just going just to, you know, cause they want to see what it was like to try out for the NFL, but really, you know, didn't have a shot. So it was, uh, it was, it was, it was humbling, but it was also, it was an opportunity. So I had to, I had to try. And uh, I did that in, in, I actually, I went down to Houston. I did one in Houston. Um, and then I, uh, I did well enough of that to qualify for a super regional combine. Um, so I went on to that and that was more like it, the, the actual combine. So that was in Detroit. Um, it was, I was, one of two fullbacks that got selected. Um, there were maybe five running backs and two fullbacks that got selected for the super regional combine. Um, and, you know, I, it was, this was my shot. That was my opportunity right there. I mean, I, I, I knew it was, and, and I, and going into it at the, at the, at the first combine, I, I really didn't have my best 40, um, you know, I felt a, a little sluggish. Uh, so, I, but I knew going into this one, like I had to, it was either I run a four or five or I, I like don't even bother showing up. So like, yeah. I, I, I really, I put in more training. Like I, I was, I was working extremely hard for this super regional because I, I knew it was my last opportunity. And uh, yeah, I, I went out there and it gave it all that I had. Uh, I've been working for it, and I I went out there and ran like a, a four five seven or something. I mean, it was like the best forty I'd ever run in my life, and <laughs> so, um, you know, and it it, it it garnered some interest uh, from there, and that's when I started getting some calls from some NFL teams. Um, you know, the actually I believe it was it was Jacksonville who called me first, uh, wanted me to come out for. Uh, on a tryout basis um, for at their mini camp. And then um, I guess Tennessee got wind of it that I was going to uh, Jacksonville to on a trial basis for mini camp. And they brought me in actually, I think it was the Monday or Tuesday before I was supposed to leave on Thursday for that mini camp. And they worked me out and they signed me. It was May 1st, 2012. They signed me um you know to a rookie contract um wow. so i was i was a undrafted free agent you know signed with the titans and and that was it not I, I i signed with them and then i headed back to fort sill and it was like this flurry of you know what now <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like so i had to figure out you know how 
how am I going to get, because I had to be back in two weeks. Um, I had to be back for mini camp and I, I rookie mini camp in like two weeks. So wow. um, they, uh, you know, I had to figure out with the army, what they were going to do. Uh, thankfully my chain of command was unbelievable about everything. I mean, all the way up until the, uh, up and all the way up to the CG of Fort Sill, um, the commanding general of Fort Sill, uh, were unbelievable about everything. Um, helping me, you know, get to that mini camp, get to where I needed to be, uh, in order to take advantage of that opportunity. Um, you know, I, I couldn't be more thankful for everyone that, you know, stuck their neck out for me and, you know, made that happen. Uh, it was, you know, a once in a lifetime opportunity and, and, and the, the way that they were able to work with me in the NFL and, and, uh, you know, army human resources and everything, um, you know, is unbelievable. And I, I, can't be more grateful for, for that opportunity. So it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the easiest route to the NFL. It wasn't the most traditional or, or, or linear route, but um, you know, I, I got the opportunity and, and thankful that I did and thankful that uh, Tennessee gave me the opportunity. I mean, you know, the Titans, uh, you know, were taking a chance on a guy that hadn't played football in three years. So it was, yeah. It was uh, it was unbelievable to think that you know they were giving me a shot, um, you know, and, and it, it was it was unbelievable to think that you know I I got the opportunity to stick around there for three years in Tennessee, um, and then you know spend one in Atlanta. So you know to play four years in the NFL, you know, it was it was an unbelievable experience. I think I think your story is pretty inspirational because last week we had on Jeff Ajekum. Um, who played wide receiver for Army a couple of years back, and he's still serving in the Army. But and he just popped in on, 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 with a message there for you that his uh, his path has been kind of the same. He's looking for that chance, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's looking for that you know, maybe that regional combine chance or just a, a chance, you know, pro day or of some sort. Um, yeah, it's not easy <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you look at now this year with Army a linebacker John Radigan. There's, he's going to go through a pro J. I think there's one at West Point, maybe scheduled for the middle of this month. Um, mm-hmm. And John's going to have a chance, but it's totally different now. I mean, it's totally like they can go straight into the NFL now with a contract and uh, an opportunity. Um, what your first, Do you remember like a first practice or a first game type memories in the NFL? Do you have any like the, of those type of stories of those kind of, you know, I mean, who you might have been up against, who you might have uh, pancake maybe on a block or running down special teams or anything like that? or Oh man. Uh, I mean, lots of great memories uh, with the NFL. I mean, it was an unbelievable experience overall. Um, so I, I think the big, I think the biggest memory from or you know, the coolest thing from my rookie season. Uh, so I was, I was on the practice squad most of the year. Uh, I was activated for two games. I was activated against Houston uh, kind of mid season. We were down a few running backs. Uh, so I got activated as a running back. Uh, actually, I got activated as a running back for both games because uh, I was playing running back on the uh, on the practice squad, and uh, so I got a lot of reps actually running the ball um, with the practice squad. So um, I, I remember it was against Jacksonville, uh, the last game of the season. Um, we were in a we were I mean we were I think it was like thirty five to seven or something. I mean we were we were we we're we were winning pretty good. And um, so we were in a four minute drill at the end of the game, uh, just trying to run the clock out. And uh, they put me in a, they put me in a running back. They said, Hey, go get one first down and, uh, and finish this game out. And I said, yeah, all right, I'll do it. So I, I got like 
five carries. I got the I got a first down. Like we were, we were literally ran the same play five times in a row. <laughs> so I actually I got some I got some stats running the ball. I got some NFL stats. Uh, you know, got some carries. Uh, you know, I I was I'll be honest. I was running like it was a Super Bowl. I I didn't care. Like I was I was putting it all out there because I knew like this is this is the one. This, I, I'm a fullback. Like I don't get the ball ever. Like I don't ever get to run the ball. So in a, in a real game, so I'm gonna run like I've never run in my life. So I ran super hard. You know, I I got the first down into the game, and and that was it. So that was that was an unbelievable experience. Do you keep the ball from that game, or no? Do you get a football from that game, or something like that to remember it, or no? Uh, I I don't know. I probably have one somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get like a game ball or anything. It no, no, but it wasn't that something. Special. It's definitely a memory. <laughs> At least right? it, wasn't that, it wasn't that special to anyone else. It was special to me. But <laughs> I'm thinking you got to be the last Army football player to carry the ball in the NFL, right? Because uh, the other guys have been, probably been linemen. They've been linemen and they're yeah, linebackers. Yeah. Lyman, McNary was playing defense. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, and I can't even like I don't even know how far you would have to go back to find somebody before you. You might are, are we are we talking about the Heisman Trophy winners back in the day? I, I don't. They, like carried the ball in the NFL or played yeah. in the NFL? Yeah, carried the ball in the NFL. Like oh, carried the ball. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like yeah. I don't know that step. <laughs> yeah, me, me. I should. You know, I, I should. But I think you might have to go. Maybe um, like Glenn Davis. May I don't know. I mean, there were guys. There were linemen who played back in the day, like in the 50s yeah. and 60s. And that, NFL was different back then. But, of course, but, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to have to go back and research that, Colin. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Figure that one out, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I know, like, you know, you had Ronnie McAda, who who mm-hmm. was drafted by the Packers, but I don't think that, that he didn't get a chance to play in a game, um, quarterback, you know. And I don't know. I think that could be you. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. Now those last those those um, those um the last few years with the Titans and the the Falcons. I mean, you got to play with some really, I mean, like amazing players too, right? I mean, you had some yeah. amazing oh. teammates. I mean, forget it. So yeah, unbelievable athletes. I mean, playing with guys like Chris Johnson, Julio Jones. Uh, you know, gosh, I'm trying to think. It, Jake Locker was an unbelievable athlete. Um, you know, he, he was, you know, plagued by injuries, but he was, he was unbelievable. Um, Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. Yeah. Matt Matt Ryan. Gosh, there's so many guys. I I, I can't can't, can't name them all, but there were so many unbelievable athletes. I mean, guys in the NFL are just, you know, they're, they're, you know, just on a different level. And I was, I was just trying to keep up. I mean, it was just, I was, it had to work extremely hard just, just to keep up, uh, you know, a little bit. I mean, it was, there's, there were guys that are unbelievable athletes. I mean, just so gifted and so talented. It was, it was amazing to watch some of those guys work. Casey, you're a little younger at the time, but are you following Colin's career at the time? Uh, are you keeping track of what might be going on in his NFL career? Uh, yeah, I was I was younger at the time. Um, I I know uh, he went to the Titans, um, and like that was big because my uncle Kevin he he would always talk about it. Like I coached him. Like, that was a big <laughs> thing. You talk about. There's a lot of pride, no doubt, in that. You know, right? I mean, and I I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking, Kyle. I'm just talking here that you know 
back home, I'm sure you had friends that were texting you. I'm sure you had your Army teammates texting you, like, after games and stuff like that, right? Especially maybe after that one game at the end of your rookie year. I mean, it has to – I mean, your, your cell phone's probably, you know, just popping off with text messages and, and voicemails, I imagine, at that point, right? Uh, yeah, it was it was an unbelievable uh, experience, and the support I had was unbelievable as well. Um, and you know, it was it, it wasn't a ju- it wasn't just about me, uh, you know, at that point. I mean, it was something that we like as Army football players. You want to see a guy in the league, you know. There's you know, there's not too many of them. So, you know, to be able to represent the Army and to be able to represent Army football, uh, it, it meant a lot. And and be able to get the support from guys, you know, text whether it was a text or email or whatever it was, you know, just to kind of get that, you know that that support and, and to know that you know it was it, it it meant something to them as well um you know it it, it was it, it was very cool uh it was a very good experience to you know to get that support from guys i know army does it but in the nfl when you took the field was there any time where you had like were carrying the american flag onto the field or anything like that did they do anything like that or no yeah so that was that's another one of my my big uh memories experiences so uh, it was my it was my second season, uh, and I had actually I had gotten the starting job my second my second year. Um, so I was up until maybe the second to last game of the season when I got hurt. Um, I was yeah I was I was active in playing uh, starting the entire year. Um, so they actually asked me. So in Tennessee we had this thing. It was you know the twelfth Titan. Um, you know, you'd run out on the field with a sword and you just, you know, put it in the ground and, and do all this. So, uh, they asked me to do it, uh, for military appreciation day. And I, I, I was kind of hesitant cause I, I don't know, I felt kind of not weird about it, but just like, I, I don't know. Like I, I asked him if, if I could, if it could be the military, that was a 12 Titan and not just me. Like I didn't want to, I like the day wasn't supposed to be just about me. So that, yeah. I didn't, I didn't want it to really be that way. So, um, so yeah, they, they said they were, they were cool with that. And, um, so, you know, I, I ran, got to run on the field uh, with the American flag, you know, representing um, all military personnel that day. And uh, you know, I, I got to do the whole sword. Um, I probably bossed it, but I tried to do like a, a, a saber salute with a sword. Uh, I, I think it turned out all right, but you know, it it uh, it was it was a great it was a great experience uh, to be able to do that, and that was that was a huge memory for me. And that was kind of, you know, that was kind of the the culmination of you know everything that I'd been through to get to that point. Um, you know, it just it just meant a lot, and to be able to represent the military and in in, in that capacity, um, you know, it was a was a big deal to me. Oh, nice, yeah. There's, there's the the, first that, that, yeah, that's from the day uh, that that I was, you know, representing the military as the, as the 12th Titan. Um, so, you know, ran out with a flag and then got to the middle of the field. They had, yeah, they had the big sword and, you know, I, I did the whole salute thing and then, you know, put it in the ground and played the game. So was 42 a number for you that meant a lot or was 42 just the number the Titans gave you? That was the number they gave me, but um, it was it was kind of cool to me because it was uh, you know Pat Tillman wore the number um, at, at at I don't know I don't think he wore it in the NFL, but I think he wore it um, 
uh, in his college days. And, uh, or maybe he did wear it. I'm not sure, but he wore 42 at some point. So it, yeah. it, that was kind of the significance it had for me, but, uh, I wore number 30 at West Point. That was, that was always my number. Um, and I think I wore 30 in high school and then, uh, you know, got it at West Point. Um, but then in the NFL, it was just like, they gave me that number, but it just so happened to be that, you know, it was Pat Tillman's number. So that meant something to me just to have that army connection and, and, uh, you know, to be able to remember him in, in some kind of way. Got any, uh, Colin Mooney 42 jerseys laying around anywhere or no? <laughs> I still, yeah, I still have a couple. I still have a couple game jerseys. Uh, That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Talk about the transitioning from the NFL to now, you know, after the NFL and what you're what you're up to now. I know you were doing a little bit of some CrossFit, but now you're pursuing something that's definitely, you know, another another career for you. So potential. Career. Yeah. So yeah, after I was done playing, um, so I I I guess I finished, you know, playing um in 2016. Uh, you know, and in I was I was uh looking for opportunities. I actually I got an opportunity at um at UBS, uh, which is you know a, a large bank and um i uh, i got the opportunity to work in uh private wealth and uh, i did that for about two years and um decided i it it really I, I didn't feel like it was what i was supposed to be doing um you know I, I felt like there was something i was supposed to do uh and and that and i felt like i was being led towards towards medicine um and actually it it it, it sparked my interest it kind of had sparked my interest while I was playing um, because I I had a surgery, basically had a surgery every single year that I was in the NFL. So, um, so I developed a pretty good relationship with the orthopedic guys uh, for the Titans. And uh, I remember I, I asked him if, if I could, if I could shadow him for a day just to see what it was like. And, and uh, you know, the experience was unbelievable. It, it, you know, I, I love being in the OR, um, you know, just the way they're helping people, um, you know, you know, performing surgery and helping them get, you know, back to the living life the way, you know, that they want to live and, and feeling good again. So it was, it was, a it was, a it was a, you know, an experience that had a deep impact on me, um, you know, even in, and that was before I was even done playing. So I still spent another couple of years playing before uh, even looking at what I was going to do next. And, uh, and the, and the UBS opportunity was there. And I thought, you know, that, I had to start somewhere. I wasn't really sure, um, you know, what I wanted to do just yet, but that was an opportunity. And so um, I, I went that direction and I, I just felt like there was something pulling me um, that, you know, I, I, I didn't really, I didn't really feel like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. So, uh, and, and I decided to leave um, UBS and, and go back to school. Um, so it, it took me a couple of years uh, actually so I had to do um, I, I had to do two years of, of undergrad work to get the prereqs in order to be able to apply to medical school. So um, so I, I left UBS in 2018, went back to school, um, you know, and, and at that time um, we found out that my father-in-law was going to have a, a heart transplant because he has a very rare disease called amyloidosis, and uh, it it affected his heart. So he was going to have a heart transplant, um, and we decided that we were gonna, we were living in Nashville at the time, and we decided that we were going to move closer uh, in Pennsylvania, um, and to the, to him and, and the fa and my wife's family. So, 
so we just basically sold everything we had in Nashville and we, we moved to Pennsylvania. Um, we actually, we, we, we lived with my in-laws, um, you know, while I was going to school, um, for, you know, gosh, almost two years. Uh, <laughs> so we were, we were living in my in-laws attic for almost, almost two years. Uh, <laughs> so it, but then it, it was yeah. a wild time because we had a, I mean, we had a three-year-old and, uh, gosh, like a month after we moved in, we found out we were having twins. So it was wow. like, yeah, it was a lot. So, <laughs> um, but you know, it, I, you know, I, I went through all the classes, took the MCAT, did everything, uh, and, 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 uh, got a lot of rejections. Um, uh, medical, medical school is unbelievably, uh, competitive. Um, you know, it was, it was super tough. Uh, but Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine gave me an opportunity and, you know, I, I jumped all over it. So I just started, um, in August and I'm now going into my third term. We just finished second term. Uh, so we're, we're, we, we were supposed to have a spring break, but because of COVID, they didn't want anyone going anywhere because we'd have to do this whole, you know, quarantine thing uh, <laughs> in order to get back in the lab. So they gave us some labs this week in order to keep us around. So, um, so yeah, going into my third term and and uh, you know, navigating medical school and learning as much as I can. It's 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 been an unbelievable experience so far. It's just learning medicine and 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 learning, you know physiology and anatomy and, and everything that goes along with it has been, has been unbelievable. Quite the journey, man. And down the road, we're going to be able to call you Dr. Mooney, right? Somewhere down the road or. Yeah. 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 Hopefully in a few years it'll be, you know, it'll be Dr. Mooney. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's crazy. I mean, from, you you talked about your time at, at army and how, you know, they, you weren't recruited much to setting the single season record to go into the NFL and now pursuing, you know, a career in medicine. Absolutely great stuff, Colin. We really appreciate you coming on today to talk about, you know, your time at Army and now what you're up to. And and we got we got to thank Casey Shorter for joining us too today. I mean, a little bit of the past Army fullbacks to now the future of Army fullbacks with Casey. Uh, and I'm glad that we can make uh, connect you guys today, Casey. We really appreciate you coming on today. Yes, sir. Thank you. Absolutely, yeah, Casey. Word of advice, just, you know, put your head down and run, run hard, man. Just give it all you got every single play, you know, stay low, run hard. You got a great coach in V. He's going to, he's going to coach you up well. Um, You know, you, you couldn't ask for a better guy, uh, you know, mentoring you and leading you, Uh, you know, Mike Vitti's unbelievable. He's an unbelievable person. Um, You know, if you know anything about his background, uh, he's just an unbelievable person and, and a great guy to be able to play for. I mean, you have you have such a great opportunity, uh, you know, playing fullback at Army. I mean, that's you know, it, you talk about something that'll change your life. You know, you know, not just not just in football. I'm talking your life in general. Um, you know, it, it'll it'll have a huge impact on you and 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 the relationships you'll develop and you know the things you'll be able to do and the things you'll be be able to handle and deal with after you graduate from there. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a great place and a great opportunity. So I wish you the best of luck and you're going to do great. Uh, you know, you're going to have a great football career and you're going to have a great army career. So uh, I, w- I wish you all the best and it's great to be able to see you and, and talk to you in person or virtually in person, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was awesome. Today was awesome. Though. We appreciate it. Colin and Casey, 
Um, you can check out this uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're all over the uh, the podcast platforms. We're live on Facebook at BlackKnightNation.com. Catch all the catch all our interviews there too. Uh, Colin and Casey, thanks, and everybody else have a great day. Thanks, Al.